0: Welcome to the Elijah Fire podcast, where we jump into issues of today with faith and freedom instead of fear. And now here's your host, Jeff Tharp.
1: What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Elijah Fire episode 38. I'm glad you're here. I'm glad to be here. I'm excited. We got a lot of ground to cover today. I'm excited. Whenever my guest is on, my my next guest is on, it's always a good show. Uh, he's a Christian YouTuber, an author, and a prophetic voice. Let's welcome Troy Black.
2: Hey, Jeff. What's up, man? man?
1: Thank you for coming back. It's always great.
2: Super excited to be here, man. Like the honor's mine. And Mm. yeah, yeah. Every time uh, that I've gotten on here so far, the Lord has been moving and I'm just, I love it. (laughs) I love it when the Holy Spirit moves.
1: Amen. Amen. Yeah. And like I was saying to you yesterday that we, uh, or before the show that last show, uh, we got a lot of positive feedback. A lot of people were really, really blessed Um, by what the Lord did through that. So it's, it's awesome. It's awesome. I love it. So um, last time you were on the show, I think it was in November of 2021, somewhere around there. Somewhere in there. Yeah. You had met, I was going to ask you, you had mentioned you were going to do a God's heart for 2022. And I noticed you had done that. How was that? How did that go?
2: Oh my gosh, it was awesome, man. So the thing that really gets me pumped is when the Holy Spirit shows up and I just remember that the day that we were doing the, it was, we premiered it. So it wasn't live technically, but I was on the chat, you know, responding to comments the whole time. So there was a little live element there, but yeah, the day I remember it was like four in the afternoon and it was going to premiere, I think it's six and i just walked into my office and the presence of the lord like the glory of the lord filled the room like two hours before it even started wow
1: and i was okay. so
2: not expecting that That's and i was so like cool. okay i'm getting on right now and i'm starting to respond to comments yeah amazing. you know and just starting to enjoy the presence of the lord it was it was phenomenal amazing. and then right after that i i shared a word in that uh that night like in the video and and i had several other you know people come on and share words from the lord for this year Um, And right after that, that night, my brother had watched it. My younger brother, Reese, had watched the stream. And then he had a prophetic dream that had to do with the exact same thing that I had shared and so wow. he shared it with me the next day and, and that just got me so pumped, man. Come just, on. just the Lord, you know, kind of overflowing out of that. And yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. just so grateful. Yeah, So great. So, cool.
1: so it, can people rewatch those? Are they on your YouTube? Yeah, they're all
2: up there. And and I actually even posted his dream. He, he got on and, and we did an interview video and I posted that as well.
1: Amazing. Okay. So everybody, the link to his YouTube, if you're not subscribed already, is in the description. So once you're done with this, you can head over there and you can see all of the, the videos that are in there. Um, so you guys can catch up because they're great. So, um, all right, Troy, what's uh, what's in your heart, man? What's on your heart to share? You were I got some awesome notes here.
2: Yeah, man. So I started praying about this um, a couple of weeks back, I think, and uh, I just the word I heard was talk about prophetic provision, mm. and I think that means a few different things, and I'm going to get into what that means a little okay. bit, but. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to pray real fast before yeah, I start sharing yeah. and just invite the presence of the Lord, mm-hmm. Lord Jesus. I know I can do nothing apart from you and that never changes, Lord. So I just ask that your Holy spirit would come, that you would speak, that people would hear your voice, not mine, Lord, mm-hmm. that you just help me to get out of the way. And I just thank you for everything you're doing today. In Jesus mm-hmm. name, we give you all the honor, all the yes, praise Lord
1: Jesus. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. All
2: right. So this is, uh yeah, that along with that word of prophetic provision, this is what I heard about this stream a couple weeks back. I was actually I was worshiping the Lord and I started to sense, you know, sometimes along with the word, the Lord will give me a feeling. Um, sometimes it's like the strong love of the Lord. Other times it's like the fire of the Holy Spirit, you know, sometimes it's like purity or holiness. And mm-hmm. it's just you can sense like God is revealing this aspect of himself. And what I was sensing very strong in the room was this feeling of lightness. It was just mm. not normal, not something I experienced very often, but I literally, I was feeling like I'm about to float up out of the, out of the room, you know, <laughs> like, what is this feeling? Yeah. You know, and it was like, like every burden lifted, every weight lifted. And you know how, and I think with money, sometimes it's the opposite feeling, you know, a lot of times, like there's a financial burden on our backs. There's a financial sure like weight that we're carrying. And mm-hmm. so I really believe that that had to do with this. Uh, but then, as, as after I was feeling that, I heard uh, the first thing I want to get you to do is to stop being afraid, and this is this is what I was hearing from the Holy Spirit: stop okay. doubting my goodness and my willingness to provide, to be there for you when you need me. And then He said, "My hands are open to you, my bride." And so I know this is a general, very general word for the body of Christ. And then He said, "My people who have longed to see me in glory," hmm. and so I, uh, to, I'm just going to be kind of transparent here
1: yeah uh, a lot good. of times
2: a lot of times when i'm like filming my own stuff i don't get very nervous you know because there's no there's no expectation there's nobody else in the room when i get on stuff like this sometimes i have a tendency to get nervous about it because i'm like oh am i actually prepared do i actually yeah. do i know you know i sent some notes in and stuff but i'm like i actually know what i'm gonna say like right. i haven't looked at the notes all day you know that mm-hmm. kind of feeling and so i started to feel that way earlier today and i actually um you know the lord kind of like revealed that to me, like, hey, you're feeling nervous, you're like, you know, you're thinking you have to perform, you're thinking you have to like, you know, I mean, the, the temptation is to think I have to impress somebody, you know, like in ministry, like in whatever position you're in, Uh I have to to do this so that other people see it, you know, and, and the reality in God's kingdom at the end of the day is like, we don't have to impress anybody right and except for our father and he's already 100 impressed with his children you know mm-hmm. he's already like head over heels in love with his kids yeah, yeah. and there's that acceptance and that completeness in christ you know that we already have and that's where so god was like trying to get me to this place from this place of like anxiety to a place of ministering you know just out of that rest and that acceptance and that completeness mm-hmm. in him and as soon as mm-hmm. i let that weight go and i said lord even if I show up and I have nothing to say, you know, like that's fine. I, yeah. you can do, you can still use me. I'm just a vessel, you know, I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm just the vessel, you know. Yeah. And as soon as I said that to the Lord and I like, you know, passed that off onto him, that weight, uh, he started to speak so clear. So I'm going to share what I heard. This is what I heard like a couple hours ago, um, okay. like late in the morning, like early, awesome. uh, late, yeah, late morning. He said, I'm going to bring breakthrough today through this message. Okay, he said through my messengers, I deliver (laughs) spiritual keys. And when he said keys, I knew that that was referring to his truth, like especially truth in the word, but also right now words, you know, like what we need to hear right now from the Lord. So through my messengers, I deliver spiritual keys and and messengers. There is not just referring to the prophetic. I believe it's referring to anyone who's ministering through the Holy Spirit, you know, Mm. could be teaching, could be preaching, anything like that could be encouragement, exhortation. Sorry, I know I'm getting way bunny rabbits. No, you're good, man. You're good. I delivered spiritual keys that unlock doors the devil has kept shut for a long time. And he said, today is a day of freedom and victory in my presence. Believe what I've done above what the devil has stolen. And Mm. I heard his deliverances are not permanent. Mine are. And when I heard that, I "I don't know what that means. You know, Mm. his deliverances are not permanent. Mine are. And it was a little confusing. And then I heard the Lord say, you're going to have to look up the definition of deliverance to understand this. So I looked it up and these are the two main, these are the top two definitions. The first one I saw was a formal or authoritative utterance. And this is what I believe he's saying that the devil is doing. His deliverance is a formal or authoritative utterance. So he's uttering things about our finances as the children of God that we take as authoritative, but they're not.
1: Mm, he's, okay. saying
2: like, he's saying things like, you know, and I, and I used to think this growing up. I used to think I'm always going to be poor. Because I saw I saw this history, you know, in certain places in my family line where I was like, I'm right. just gonna be like that. You know, There's yeah. always gonna be the way my finances are, it's the way my life is gonna look. Another thing he utter utters to us is um, you're never gonna get out of debt. You mm-hmm. know, you're always gonna be carrying this weight. Or or this this is never gonna be a success, yeah. <laughs> you know, whatever it may be, you know, or there's not gonna be enough. The end of the month, whatever it may be. These are the utterances that they only carry authority, authoritative weight if we give them authority. Mm -hmm. You know, and a lot of times it's not the devil speaking straight to us or anything like that. It's just this, this fear. It's just a fear that we have. You know, and Mm -hmm. he's using that fear uh, to direct our hearts. But here's the amazing thing: this is the other definition of deliverance, the action of being rescued or set free. And this is Mm -hmm. what I believe the Lord wants to do today. Mm, Come on, he wants to rescue and set free his children from these these utterances, these lies of the enemy that have kept us bound and are keeping us bound. And then here's the other one that I believe the Lord, and this is like, not where I thought he was going to go with it, but this is the other thing that he kind of showed me was like, a lot of times we have these utterances, like I'm, that's the word I'm using for these demonic lies, essentially that are like, you know, you're never going to, there's never going to be a success, or this is not going to work if you step out in faith, whatever it may be. But this is the one that the Lord pointed out to me that I think we miss sometimes. And it's, you need this. You need this to be happy or you Mm. won't be happy until you have this amount of money, whatever it is, Mm. you know, like, and I think that's another one of the utterances that we think is actually motivating us towards success, but it's actually keeping us bound because we're missing out on the rest and the completeness and the contentment we could have today right now in Jesus Christ, you know, And, and that's what's so amazing about being a child of God is that we can have contentment mixed with faith. Mm -hmm. And we can have and we can know we have enough, even when it doesn't look like we have enough Mm
1: -hmm. and we can
2: know that something's going to work out even when it doesn't look like it's going to work out. And so I I, I just continue to wait upon the Lord. And I heard this later this afternoon. And this is what he said. He said, there's a striving effort in the church when it comes to money and supernatural provision. But he said, it's got to break off if I'm going to be able to render to my people the blessing I have declared. And he said, I have a good plan and a good future, says the Lord but it must be my plan and my future, not another's.
1: Mm, come on.
2: And this leads me right into like Matthew six thirty three, you know, where Jesus says, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things will be added to you. Yeah. You know, and I think that's something that like, you know, as Christians, most of us have heard that verse many times, you know, we've quoted the verse, you know, and it's something that I think there's a lot more depth to it than I think sometimes we, we realize, um, because Jesus is making a distinction between, his kingdom and his righteousness. But also I think there's a way that we can twist it to where we think we're, we, you know, and, and I'm saying this in love and grace and, and I do this too, you know, I, I definitely do. But I think sometimes we twist it to where we think, you know, if I can just figure out how to seek his kingdom and his righteousness first, then I'll get this thing I want, you know, or my business will be a success. Yeah. It's a transactional
1: thing. Yeah. And it
2: becomes, if I can do this, I can get this. And we don't realize through that, that motivation, we're still not seeking his kingdom and his righteousness first. We're still seeking that thing first. We're just mm-hmm. using his, his word as like a means to an end. Mm-hmm. And it's it wasn't meant to be that. Yeah. It was meant to be an encouragement and a promise of provision that if we surrender our kingdoms, you know, to him and we trust in his righteousness, not our own righteous acts, mm-hmm. you know, what Jesus did on the cross, if we do those two things and we submit to him, then it's like he's promised to provide no matter what. Yeah. And that position is a position of not a worker, not a, an employee, you know, but a child. Yeah. And, and the child's not always, the child's not looking for, how can I get out of my parent the thing I need? They know they have
1: mm-hmm. everything
2: they need. They know that they're going to give them what they need. You know, like mm-hmm. I was feeding my son this morning and he's, uh, he's like eight months old and he's sitting in his high chair, you know, and my wife, Leslie was gone and I'm like giving him little scoops of the uh, applesauce. And uh, and and I'm trying to teach him this uh, sign language. This is uh, more in sign, in baby sign language. I don't know if it's (laughs) more in, in ASL or not, but yeah, I don't know. Baby sign language, you know, that's how they say it. And so we taught that to our daughters and it made it very easy for them to communicate with us like, I want more, you know, or I'm all done. Right, mm-hmm. and so I'm trying to teach him this, and he's just getting so frustrated. And normally he's fine, but he was like, he was so hungry that he just like starts grunting and groaning. <laughs> and like, I don't want to do this, Dad. He's eight months yeah. old, and feed and, you me. Know, yeah. And so I had, and so I was like, I know he doesn't understand what I'm saying, but I'm gonna say this anyways. I just said, Julian, uh, I, 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 you know, like I'm, I'm probably stressing this too much right now. You know, I was like, I'm sorry, I'm just gonna feed you. And I just told him, you know, even though I know he's a baby and he probably doesn't understand. But I'm like, I'm trying to reassure him, you know, with the loving, the, the loving voice. I just, and I what I said was, I'm going to feed you, bud. Even if you don't get this, I'm going to feed you, you know, like, mm. <laughs> like don't worry. And I didn't try to make him do this anymore, mm. you know? And I think that's what we, as Christians, sometimes we miss about God is I'm trying to figure this out, God. I'm not figuring it out. I'm not doing it right. You know, I'm moving my hands and I haven't figured it out, you know, and the Lord's going to provide as long as we're trusting, him, you know, as mm. long as we're submitting our hearts. Amen. To him. You know, yeah. it's not—it's not, it's not a, a game with the Lord. It's not a—you know—it's—it's it's, it's not something He's trying to get out of us, get us to a certain spiritual maturity level, or I've obeyed enough so I can have provision. It's like, no, sure. you're my child. I'm going to give you what you yeah. need. I'm yeah, I'm gonna provide.
1: yeah. And I think that there's also a tendency too with uh, trusting God for pro- provision to where sometimes you can fall into the trap of. Oh, if God provides for me, that means I'm no longer going to be facing any difficulty or have to be stretched in any way. And there was a time, even when I was in missions, there was a uh, fellow uh, student of mine who needed tons of money. And and my wife and I needed tons of money as well. And we had just gotten said tons of money. And before I was going to pay it off, the Lord said, I want you to go pay off his school with that money. Wow. And I didn't even it had happened enough times for me and for my wife that I went to her and I said, Honey, this is what the Lord said. And I, I didn't even finish. She just said, Go do it. Wow. And uh and so I did. And it blessed him. It was a friend of mine was from who was from Africa who needed I their their uh their currency just does not convert to the US dollar very well. You need a lot more of it. Right. Um and uh and so the Lord, all that money, he had us go pay off this guy's school and it just, God totally rocked him as a result of it. And then the next day, God brought in even more money for us. That's uh, awesome. So I wouldn't say go and just, you know, sell your house and all that stuff. It's important to follow the Lord's leading on this stuff as well and not expect a specific outcome. God just asked for our obedience, but it ultimately plays into what you're saying of God is going to provide for us. And he sees the bigger picture, right? So he could ask you, Troy, to do something that doesn't make sense. Or you're not like your son wasn't understanding what was happening. But ultimately, you were like, okay, I'm going to feed you. Even though you're not getting this, I'm going to feed you. So yeah.
2: Yeah. And what I could see my son doing was trying, you know, he hasn't gotten it yet. But I could see he's like looking at his hands. And it's like, that's good enough but <laughs> you know like yeah you, you got enough. it
1: yeah <laughs> either
2: way I was going to feed him and I was going to provide for him you know like yeah. because he's my child yeah. and I love what you said Jeff yeah it was like you were trusting the voice of the holy spirit mm-hmm. you know he was leading you to do that and then you obeyed and then god provided what you needed mm-hmm. and i think that's that's the the picture of the sonship and daughtership that if we can get that down like i like god is always going to come through for me you know he's always mm-hmm. going to come through for me Especially when I'm in line with his voice. Amen. You know, and that's that comes back to that that theme of prophetic provision. That's what I'm talking about, is like yeah. his provision through the leading of the Holy Spirit. You know, sometimes he's gonna say yes, do this, you know. Sometimes he's gonna say no, don't do that. Sometimes he's gonna say give here. Sometimes he's gonna say, you know, wait, hold on to this and wait, because I have something for you to do with that, you know. But it it's it comes down to am I listening to his leading and his voice, right? You know, or not. And one of the things I've seen, like god do so many times is basically create a funnel or or like a it's almost like a pipe you know where it's like if you will just open this tap and let him provide through you then he's going to bring more you know Mm -hmm. he's going to bring what you need but you have to you have to believe ahead of time that he's really going to provide for you and then if if you believe that then it's any time no matter what the amount anytime he says you need to give here you need to do this you need to help this person financially whatever it is You know or you need to take a step out and take this risk even if it looks financially unstable or whatever you know you can believe like hey i've opened that tap of faith i'm listening to the voice of the lord here this isn't just my idea it's not just Mm -hmm. my dream or my goal or my thought it's it's the lord it's the lord and Mm -hmm. i know that you know and he'll confirm confirm that when we Mm -hmm. need that confirmation but it's like once you open that tap the pressure is coming from his end and it's going to fill the pipe you know it's it's infinite yeah yeah he he never runs out yeah (laughs) You know, yeah. it's like that water tower idea. It's like the, you know, we're not, we're not opening the faucet because we're afraid the water's not going to come out, but there's a water tower on the other end. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's, it's going to keep coming out. Yeah. Um, so yes. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. Anyways, man, I love that. I love that yeah. story. Um, yeah. One of the, one of the things I think I might've shared this last time I was on here, but uh, one of the things the Lord reminded me of while I was praying about this was, uh, um, a, t- a time when uh, me and my wife, it was several years back. I don't remember how long ago, but probably six, seven years. Mm-hmm. Um, there was one year where God asked us, um, we, you know, we were praying about what do we do with our money? What do we, how do we handle our finances and yeah. stuff? He asked us to give like three different gifts that that year felt like a lot to us. You know, mm-hmm. it was like each time it was like, are you se- serious, Lord? You know, I'm going to write this check to different places. One was our local church. And then, uh, the other two were just individuals, you know? And so it was, it, each time was like a huge step of faith. And yeah, then this, the next year, the next year <laughs> yeah, the next year came around and I was, uh, kind of still fresh and new to like being in, uh, like a sole proprietor and like working for myself mm-hmm. and having to make quarterly tax payments. So I had to make this tax payment suddenly that, uh, once I hit tax season, that was way higher than I expected. Like we owed the government some serious cash, you
1: mm-hmm.
2: know? And, yeah. uh. And I was just like, I, I was a little bit freaking out at first, you know, yeah. but then I, rem- I I thought back to, okay, God's provided before. He's come through for us every time, you know, mm-hmm. and then there was this like temptation to regret making those gifts. Because what I realized was I went back and I added up the money we had given the, the previous year. And I thought, if we still have that money, I can make the payment. Dude, I've done that. You know, I've done that. Yeah. And I wanted to like, yeah, take mm-hmm. that step back. And it was like, mm-hmm. i was casting off that faith that I had walked in, yep. you know, And and the Lord just told me, like, don't do that. You know, like, Mm -hmm. don't regret those decisions. You know, that was obedience.
0: Thanks for listening. The Elijah Fire podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, visit ElijahFire.com slash donate.
2: And so me and my wife, we prayed. We had two weeks. But here's the thing. Now I look back and I laugh because I'm like, it wasn't as important as I thought it was Mm -hmm. because I was going to get hit with a small fee or something. And I was still going to be able to make it. At the time, I didn't know. You know, I didn't. I thought make it or break it right now we're gonna do or die you know i was like i'm gonna go to jail yeah yeah yeah. and so so we had to come up with two thousand dollars and we had two weeks that was like when the thing was due and and i really thought it was a bigger issue than it really was you know so i was really freaking out and a little bit but anyway so so me and my wife prayed we just said lord we believe we've been obedient you know to the best of our ability with what you've asked us to do with our finances you know like we we believe we're practicing generosity we believe You're a good father. You're going to provide. And and that was it. And we said, Lord, we've got two weeks. We asked for $2,000, you know? And I was just like, that was it. A week into it, I had one uh, like project. At the time I was working as like a freelance media guy, you know, doing websites and videos and stuff. And and Uh I had one project that was going to be extra that month that was going to be like above and beyond, you know, like my normal work and stuff. And it was only going to, that money was only going to cover our living expenses. That was it. There was going to be no extra money after that. And so I got finished with that project, turned it in. I said, uh, and I said, and they, yeah, I said, can I send the invoice? Cause I was like, kind of needing the money now. You yeah. Know? <laughs> and this is what they said. And then, and, and remember, this money was not going to cover the 2000 we needed, it was yeah. just going to cover our living, living expense, expenses, our, yeah. rent, our rent and stuff, you know? Yeah. And they sent back a, a message saying, oh, we love the project. It's awesome. We want you to add two thousand dollars onto the invoice. Come on, that's what yeah. I'm
1: talking about. And <laughs> you know, I'm like,
2: nobody does that. Nobody yeah. says, "I want to pay you an extra two thousand dollars." Like, after it's done, you know, it was just, yeah. and it was the exact amount that we had prayed for, like amazing. exact, I you know. It. And, and it was just amazing. It, it was, it yeah. was all God.
1: You're boosting some people's faith right now, dude. Like, there's some people who are in very similar situations that you just described. Um, and are having to stand on the promises of God and, and, and go, no, I heard you tell me to give so-and-so that money and this person that money. Um, and so you're, you're really, this is a good thing, man,
2: man. I've got so many stories like that, that are just, I'm going to share another one. You know, I've got, I've got a couple prophetic words and then I've got a word, um, for, specifically for the church that was kind of long that i want to share but
1: okay i want to share another
2: story man because it's just so fun to share these stories yeah um i there was another time when um me and my wife were newly married and we uh had our first child was on the way and i was actually working for a media guy who was into like um hunting fishing you know tv show intros that kind of stuff and logo design and stuff so he was getting some cool really cool clients you know Um, I wasn't making very much. And part of my salary was actually, um, you know, he's paying me what he could. But part of my salary was actually living in the cottage in his backyard. So he had this little tiny 250 square foot cottage. And it's me when me and my wife got married, she moved into the cottage. And so then we were both living in this tiny little space, like a single room
1: square feet.
2: Yeah, it was like Mm. a little room, you know, Yeah. and the little tiny mini, mini fridge, a little mini like oven and all that. And Anyways, it had everything we needed. But then, like, you know, she's pregnant suddenly, and baby's on the way, and we're just like, we're thinking, like, oh my gosh, we can't raise a kid here. You know, we could have made it work, but it was we were like pleading with God, like please don't make us raise our kid in this little cottage. But the crazy thing was, um some really bad circumstances happened uh, with some of the people he was getting work from, and suddenly the work dried up. And so we were in the cottage still. They were still letting us live in the cottage. and and suddenly, my like paycheck, probably was cut into like a fourth of what it normally was. And it was already not very much. And so, yeah, it was like, and we, and we were thinking like, we got to move out. We need a bigger space, but we were living like close to Austin, Texas. And you know, like the rent prices down there are just, if you, if you don't know anything about Austin are you know, any big city, obviously yeah, rent rent prices
1: are are huge.
2: Yeah. Right. So, so the rent prices were like astronomical compared to where we live now and the housing market was not great, you know, and all that. So, we just we didn't know what to do and um so one day i remember going for uh no 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 this that was a different story yeah there's so many stories but one day i, I just remember i got down on my knees inside of that little cottage and i just said lord like i am putting my trust in you i'm gonna stop worrying about this i'm gonna stop being afraid of what's not going to happen or what is going to happen you know our needs not being met and i'm just going to trust you with this and the day after i uh yeah and the thing that god told me had told me to do was you need to step out and you start working for yourself. But here's the crazy thing, and I told my wife she was freaking out about it. Later she said, "Like I was so scared, I didn't want you to do it." But, but she said, "Yes, do it if God told you." That's what she said. You know, she didn't tell me she was scared, and uh, and later she told me she was scared about it. Anyways, so she, um, so yeah, so I like I, I'm like okay, I'm gonna do it. I feel like the Lord's telling me to do this. I'm gonna step out and start working for myself. I had signed a non compete with the guy I was working for, so still getting a very small amount of work from him. But it was a twenty mile radius, so I could not get work from anyone within twenty miles of where I live. And I'm and I'm step, stepping out to be a freelancer suddenly, and that was like the agreement. He was like, "You can do that and still get a little work from me if you're willing to sign this." You know, so I signed the thing, and I'm like, "This is the dumbest idea." <laughs> <laughs> Why did <laughs> I, I do? Really that? bad. i <laughs> yeah. essentially, you know, the next day after I decided to do that, literally the next day, I got contacted by. Uh, a ministry I'd used to work for and that and had not worked for, for a year. And they said, Hey, we got a project for you. We think you, you know, that you'd be really good at. And that led to uh, 20 hours of work a week, like a part-time position of contract work for me that like was more than enough to cover mm-hmm. what we needed. We were able wow. to get a small house, you know, and then that actually allowed time when what I thought in that moment was, and literally it was like the next day, you know, it was an answer to prayer. What I thought was, oh, God's giving me this time so I can start building this business idea I have and all that. And really, a lot of that time was used for me actually starting into ministry and getting the YouTube channel started and all that. So what I'm doing now came from the opportunity God opened up in that season. And if the work, here's what I realized later, if the work had never dried up in the first place, I would have never had time. I would have never stepped out and I would have never had time to start the ministry. Right. You know, so sometimes God uses those things where it's like, why would you let this happen, God? And he's saying, I've got a plan, (laughs) I've got a future for you. It's better than yours, Mm -hmm. you know, but we're going to have to walk through this season here of you trusting me, me leading your, holding your hand and leading you, even when you can't see where we're going.
1: Right. Well, and for you, too, it was it was not. Like you couldn't see the end result, this, what you're doing now. You couldn't see that, right? You just, yeah. and a door to open. And I think there are some people where you're like, okay, yeah, I do trust God, but I need to see, I need to see the end result in order to fully step out. Cause then I'll be able to trust. And that's not faith. Like it's not, and it, God has asked us to trust him. Um, and, uh, even when you can't see, and yeah. I think that that can be very uncomfortable. Um, but man, there has never been one time in my entire life where I've ever regretted stepping out and trusting God, like never, ever, ever. And Troy, I'm sure you can say the same. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I, this is the season of big faith. Like God is asking us to, God is positioning people in new places, redistributing people, even across the U S Canada everywhere else in the world too and i think that it 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 means moving by faith not by sight and and trusting and it's like all i know is the next step is this and be bold and do it you will not regret it so yeah and the place that that
2: faith comes from and that faith step that obedience is at least the place that i you know and, and and i'm guessing it's like this for most christians but the place that i find that is In the middle of worry, in the middle of anxiety, in the middle of fear over what's going to happen with this financial situation, where what's going to happen with this career move, where's my job going to come from, whatever it is, it's taking all of that and into the secret place with the Lord and literally just laying it at his feet, waiting upon him, reading the word, worshiping the Lord in the middle Mm. of confusion, you know, choosing worship over anxiety and fear And then in those moments, the Lord speaks into that, you know, that still small voice of the Holy Spirit, or he brings it through someone else, or he brings it through the word, you know, whatever it is. And once God speaks into that, that is the place of prophetic provision. That's the place Mm. where you've got a word from the Lord. You've got a right now word. You've got something to stand on. And, you know, a lot of times I think we try to, we, we hear those messages about stepping out in faith but we've, we've almost skipped a step where we need that. We need that, that right now, of word, you know, mm-hmm. because that's what is, well, number one, it's going to boost our faith. Right. But number two, it's going to give direction to our faith. Yeah, It's going to give guidance to our faith. We're going to know. Yeah. I'm supposed to step out in faith in this direction. You know, yeah. God, God gave me a direction for that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm so glad that you said that about taking all that and putting it, you know, laying that at his feet, you know, essentially laying that at the altar, all your doubt, because I, I know for myself I've been in so many instances where I've had to engage my faith and you there's this tendency and I've talked to other believers who are like, but I'm, I'm, they think because they feel anxiety about the situation that they're doing it wrong. And it means actions over feelings, stepping out in faith. A lot of times you can feel the pressure, the weight of this thing and go, God, Every ounce of me wants to not believe, but I'm choosing to believe. And I'm going to show that I believe by my declaration and my action. And um, God honors that, you know? And yeah, there are some times where, you know, Troy, I'm sure you can attest where God says, do this. And you're like, boom, done. Yeah. you don't, you don't have, but then there's other times where you're like, oh man, this is a big one. This is a doozy, you know? And it's not going to be a one size fits all, but yeah, sometimes you will feel the pressure of something, but go, no, but God, I trust you. I believe you. I'm standing on your word. So.
2: That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. And, yeah. and I truly believe the more time and that we, or the more times that we choose to take that into the presence of the Lord, the more that pressure is going to fall off of yep. us. You know, God might, okay. he might not give you the prophetic direction today. He might not give you that faith step right now. You know, but every time we take it into his presence, the we're going to lose the anxiety, we're going to have peace, we're going to have joy, you know, and we're going to know it is coming, you know, I am going to get direction, I might not get it the first time I pray about it. But the Lord's answering my prayers the first time I pray about it. He's already heard my prayers. You know, the word says God knows what we need before we even ask, Mm -hmm. you know, but he still wants us to ask. You know, like I love it when my kids ask for things. I love it when they run up to me and say, Daddy, can I have this ice cream cone? You know, it's like I was already planning on giving you it, obviously, because it's in my hand and it's melting, you know, and I got to give it to somebody, you know. And it's like, but I just love to hear their voice. You know, I love to hear them ask for Mm, it. And, And, you know, I believe God is like that, too. He wants to hear us ask, even though he already knows. But he wants us to come in and spend time with him. And ultimately, mm. the reason for that is he's not trying to, like, torture us. You know, oh, you didn't mm. ask. You didn't do it right. Yeah. No, he just he's using the circumstances to draw us closer to him because he knows mm. that that's that is the best place we can be. And ultimately, that's that's for our good.
1: That's good. Um, that's really yeah. Good. What
2: you were talking about reminded me of uh, this passage. The Lord reminded me of which is Second Kings four one through seven. So I'm going to share, I want to share the uh, prophetic message I got from the Lord. Um, This is actually a word about inflation. Mm. And he shared this message with me. And then directly after that, he reminded me of second Kings. This In
1: October, October 12th. This was
2: back in October. I meant to share this on my channel. I have not shared it yet as far as I know. Um, But this is one of those, you know, I, I hear a lot of messages from the Lord. And unless he's telling me like, yes, share this now you know, I just, I do it when I can. So Mm -hmm. (laughs) I am still planning on, I think I have filmed this one possibly and I'm still planning on putting it out. But Mm -hmm. what I saw was, but you know, this is one of those words, like some people are about to hear this and you're going to say, Oh, that was common sense. We know that's happening, you know, like it's obvious and it's true. Like a lot of times, you know, that can be the response, you know, and you're going to, I'm just going to share it and and let it land. But Mm -hmm. what I saw was a vision of a hot air balloon, like in the sky I was looking at it from below and it was lifting up into the air and is carrying this large, like an oversized $20 bill uh, at the at the bottom of it where a basket should be, where the, the hot air balloon basket. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I saw a crane, like one of those large cranes that lifts up like cars and, you know, for building buildings and things. Um, and it was moving this large platform that was covered in bags of money. Like, and mm-hmm. again, lifting up that action of like lifting up. And this is the impression i got from the lord that inflation was going to be increasing and then i heard inflation is going to skyrocket mm. so this is you know obviously you hear this and i think you could look at the news and say okay i could have guessed that you know but at the same time when i hear words like this the point is not oh you told the future you know god you know you it's, it was this is proof that you're hearing from the lord the point is god knows what's happening mm-hmm. and what does god have to say about this you know like yeah. that's and and over and over you know, I've I've seen so many like words be fulfilled, like things the Lord said, and then it happened after the fact. Mm-hmm. And I'm realizing now that the most important part of the message was not that, you know, mm-hmm. the most important part of the prophetic message was what is the spiritual truth that God was trying to communicate through this? Yeah. Because There's always a point to it. You know, if God gives someone a vision and gives someone a word of knowledge, There's always a point to it. There's Mm -hmm. always a a, a message that, you know, and that's what I'm looking for. What is the, what is God saying through this vision? What is, what is the point, you know, to God sharing this? Mm -hmm. And this is what the Holy Spirit said after that. He said, I'm sharing with you what's going to happen. And then he said, my spirit will make a way. Don't be afraid. Mm -hmm. Don't be afraid. You know, Mm -hmm. and I think this is why he's saying this is that the, we can look at the news. We can look at what's happening in our world. Some of the decisions being made and we can say, ugh, doesn't look good, you know. Like it does <laughs> seem like inflation's going to increase. It does seem like, right. you know, these things the economy is doesn't seem like it's heading in the right direction necessarily, you know, and the Lord knows that. Mm. He knows what we need before we ask. <laughs> the next thing he said was, Do you believe me? And I think he was talking to me, but I think he was also talking to those who are hearing that word and going, you know, can I really trust that? Mm. You know, can I and and, and God, do you really like <laughs> you know, like it's nice of you to say that, God you know, but how are you actually going to fix this situation? And this is what I heard. Do you believe me? Do you believe that I'm really in control? Mm. And then he said, talk about the lady with the oil. And and then he said, talk about what I'm going to do for my people. So uh, that passage is actually second Kings four. So I'm just going to read some of the verses in here. I'm going to skip around a little bit, but this is a story of the the widow um, and and that uh, Elisha came to, you know, and this is a widow he had already known from before. There's another story with her in it, um, but I'm going to go ahead and just read a few parts. So she says uh, to Elisha, she says, your servant feared the Lord and the creditor has come to take my two children to be his slaves." So she's in dire financial position. Mm. You know, this is the end of the rope for her. And then um, so he asks her, what shall I do for you? And she says, your maidservant has nothing in the house except for a jar of oil because he asked her what was in the house. And then he says, go borrow vessels at at large for yourself from all your neighbor, neighbors, even empty vessels. Do not get a few. You know, I love that phrase. Do not get a few. And I believe this is the same thing that God is saying here. Don't you believe me? You know, don't you believe me that I'm really in control? And, and you know, and the same thing that Elijah says here, don't get a few. Don't expect small things during the season. You know, don't expect a small deliverance. Don't expect... <laughs> what you've seen before necessarily mm-hmm. expect me to do great things is what i'm hearing the holy Spirit. Aim saying.
1: high
2: yeah yeah and then so then this is what happened he says pour out into all these vessels and you shall set aside what is full and then verse six when the vessels were full she said to her son bring me another vessel and he said to her there is not one vessel more and the oil stopped i and one of the things that i believe would have happened in that moment is if they could could have found more vessels the oil would not have stopped until they were awful mm-hmm. <laughs> you know yeah. if they had gone to the next town and borrowed some more vessels from their, their, their <laughs> relatives or whatever if they had found more vessels the oil would not have stopped and i believe this is a prophetic message for right now as well don't stop looking for the vessels don't stop mm. expecting god to do things you That's know good. expecting god to fill the empty vessels and then this is what uh, elisha said and he he said Go sell the oil and pay your debt and you and your sons can live on the rest. So this is not just a meeting the present need, the dire circumstance, but it's a provision for the future. Mm, You know, it's a you and your sons can live on the rest like you're going to have more than enough, more than enough.
1: Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that's good.
2: So I I received another word um, that I have not shared yet. And it's actually about four specific countries where inflation uh, was going to be increasing. Um, I'm not going to go into that because I don't think it's super re- uh, relevant to this message. Yeah. Right?
1: And I'm sure you'll release it on your own channel when you feel led to. Yeah,
2: I will definitely release it, but yeah. um, I'm going to pull one thing the Lord said from that. So this was after another inflation, you know, increasing. It was not the U.S. It was four different countries. Um. But this is what he said, like after the after after I heard the message, after I saw the vision and and it was it was stated like this, God's solution, trade the systems of this world for a heavenly system, Hmm. trade the systems of this world for a heavenly system. And this comes right back to the story you shared earlier, Jeff, where the Holy Spirit spoke, you were obedient and then God provided the rest. Yeah. And that is the way the heavenly system works. You know, when Jesus said, seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, it is a when the Holy Spirit says, this is what I want you to do for my kingdom right now, you know, and then there's that fear in our hearts of, you Lord, but what about my kingdom? And in, in this case, <laughs> my kingdom is, but I have to feed my family, you know, or. Yeah my business is going to crumble if i do that or you know or whatever it may be mm-hmm. you know we have that fear come up and there's there's a battle between two kingdoms there and the lord is trying to get us and i can hear him saying it right now the holy spirit is is here in the room and if you just come over into this kingdom the lord mm-hmm. is saying if you just come over here into my kingdom you just operate from this place i'm going to provide everything you have need of mm-hmm. i'm going to be right there with you And I'm going to remind you in the moment where you feel tempted to go back into the other kingdom, I'm going to remind you of what I've said to you. Mm. I'm going to remind you of the promises I've made to you. (laughs) Mm. I'm going to remind you of where the provision comes from. It doesn't come from this world. Mm. It comes from my hand.
0: (sighs) Mm. Help Elijah Fire continue to make an impact around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Fire and the Elijah Fire podcast possible. Visit ElijahFire.com slash donate and become a partner today.
2: You know, I, I've caused, and I hear the Lord saying, "I've I have i caused the rain to fall on the good and the evil, even those who don't acknowledge me. They don't realize that the ultimately the provision comes from me." Mm. Mm. Thank you, Holy Spirit.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: This it's reminding me of another story. Um, and Jeff, I I don't want to miss out on being able to share this last word that I have. So if we're just gonna take the time, time
1: you need, man. Like right. honestly, like tell your story, tell whatever's on your mind, and then cool. take as much time as you need to release that word as well. Don't yeah. worry about it.
2: Awesome. Yeah. So yeah. I I definitely don't want to miss out on that. So if we do need to end at some point, just let me know. But yeah, it's reminding me of this another story where um <laughs> the uh a lot of transitions have been happening for me, like with this ministry, this online ministry. You know, I write books and stuff too, so I I do a lot of different things. Um, but I've been doing all of this with uh, that part-time position I told you about that I got earlier. I didn't know this was going to feed into this, but it did. This is like my story, my like, you know, journey with like exactly what we're talking about, you know, over the last 10 years. So I've been working for this other, uh, ministry for the last 10 years, um, part-time up till a week and a half ago, a week and a half ago was my last day. And I'm like full-time ministry, you know, online ministry and all that but there are several things that happened this last year where the Lord is teaching me this and getting me to decide which kingdom I was going to live in, you know? So I want to share some of those stories. So one of them was the Lord told me uh, the Lord told me, uh, I think this was 2020 and I think this was back in um, I don't remember exactly, but it was in like the springtime, late springtime of 2020. And what he said was your financial situation is going to change in August. And the big temptation for me there, there, there was no faith risk. There was no like the Lord told me to do this. So I got to be obedient. There was none of that. But I, I had so much fear over believing that word you know, of just having the faith to believe that. I knew I'd heard it from the Lord, mm-hmm. but I was like, but I kept doubting it. And I kept thinking maybe that wasn't God because, you know, it's what I want to hear. You know, I want to mm-hmm. hear that it's going to change. I want to hear that God's going to provide, you know, mm-hmm. that he's going to open up doors for me to do what he's put on my heart to do, you know, but there was so much fear like doubt involved and I kept going in and out of faith when it came to that word. And finally I just started to pray about it, started to seek the Lord about it. He said the same thing to me. He kept reminding me of it. He kept saying, no, I'm this I you know, and finally I just had to say, you know what, Lord, I am gonna believe that. You know, I'm just gonna choose to believe it. Um if I missed your voice on this, you know, that's okay. We can we can get through this, you know, but I am going to step out in faith and I'm gonna I'm gonna ride that, you know, that word in faith. And August came around um and Suddenly, I had someone start giving money to the ministry every month. You know that was like it was very unexpected, and it was like it was enough to allow me to actually hire somebody wow. to start helping me edit my videos. Uh, you know, I, so I hired them part time, my brother in law, um, and he still he still helps me with my editing. But that opened up my my time to actually you know, I, and, and the crazy thing was like I was hearing stuff from the Lord. And he was asking me to share things, but I was getting really backlogged because I was like, Lord, I don't even have enough time. And during that same season, the ministry I was working for, we had this crazy project, a year long project that was sucking up a lot of my time, you know, it was very stressful. And I was just like, God, I'm trying to do these things, but I can't, you know, I don't have enough time. And the month of August came around and uh, this person contacted me and said, hey, I want to start giving you this every month. And I'm like, Okay, (laughs) you know, and then I was like, it was like, wow, it was a very generous amount of money, you know, every month. And and that was that persisted through a season when I needed it, you know. Mm-hmm. And the amazing thing was, like three months later, uh, I, I was I was like, okay, I've got this extra money, you know, this extra income. What do I do with this? What do I do with this? You know. And that was where when I hired my brother-in-law. But I remember sitting down at the dining room table one night, and the Holy Spirit said so clearly, call Scott. He's just like, call Scott. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and I was like, and I knew what he was wanting me to do. I knew he was wanting me to offer him that position, you know, and mm-hmm. like ask him if he could help me with that. But there was that fear still of like well what if i don't have enough because when i looked i was like looking at the money i was like there's really not enough lord you know like there's almost enough but there's you know i was like there's almost Mm -hmm. enough and as soon as i was obedient and i and i did that and i said hey you know scott can you help me with you know with editing these videos the finances like we're covered right after that six months later the lord told me you're not paying scott enough you need to start paying you need to increase his wages and i looked at the money i said God. I'm not saving money here. You know, like mm. we're 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 just literally barely covering everything, you know? Mm-hmm. And I did what you asked me to do. I hired him and I was like, and I was like, I'm gonna throw a number out, God. Here's a number, you know. <laughs> I was like, I can I can increase it to this. And he said, no, and he gave me a higher number. Mm. He said, You need to pay him this much an hour. And I was just like, mm. Lord, <laughs> that's not what I want to hear, mm. you know. But I remembered what God had done before and I said, okay, you know, I got to that place where I said, I'm going to step out in faith. I'm going to believe what the Lord is saying. And this is the prophetic provision. You know, he gave me the word. I said, yes, in obedience. I knew Mm. it was him. You know, I think we do need to take a step back sometimes and confirm that it's the Lord. You know, that's not just something we want. It's not just something that like someone else is expecting of us, but it's really the Lord speaking. But when we have that assurance, you know, we have that confirmation. I stepped out in faith. I said, I, I texted him. I said, Hey, I'm going to increase your hourly rate to this. You know, I, I didn't tell him the struggle I went through, <laughs> but he saw it later in a video too. And I forgot about that. I told this story later. I sent him the video, and I, then I texted him later. I was like, "Scott, dude, I'm sorry. I realized like you're gonna see this story, and I let him yeah. know." Everybody, but I
1: think I- it's important though. Like, I mean, yeah. to to know that there was a struggle, and to know that you still were obedient in what you did, because he gets to now see the fruit of that manifest around you of god honoring your obedience right right so even then it's like yeah it's kind of awkward i guess but (laughs) at the same time it's like but look like we're still this is a this is a a a lifelong process of trusting the lord right Yeah. so yeah i think it's good
2: it is good it is good i just i I don't want to say those things in the wrong way i guess yeah but yeah so literally one week later like, or le- it was less than a week. It was that same week when I texted him and I said, I'm going to increase your rate. Mm-hmm. Literally before the end of the week, my income increased Come on. to cover it. Like not yeah. even a week later, it was like yeah. a few days later. And I was like, whoa, you know, just like, it's the Lord, it's the Lord. And then like, you know, all, all that kind of leading up to the Lord asked me to take a huge step of faith and quit my part-time position a week and a half ago to, to do this full time. You know and that was another, that was another face step. And it's like, where's the money going to come from? Is kind of that thought in the back of people's mind when you have to take steps like that. And at this point, I'm like, I don't care, mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't care. The Lord, he covers He's that. God, He'll figure it like, out. Yeah, all I have to do is what He's asking me to do, and right? He covers that side of things, you yeah. know, like, and that's it's always the way His kingdom operates. It's, it's a we walk by faith, not by sight, mm-hmm. we don't see where it's coming from, we hear. The message and then we choose to believe it and then Mm -hmm. we walk into the the blessing of the lord we walk into the provision based on faith yeah well
1: it's a kingdom of opposites too you know it's contrary to like the world standards of like oh the way that you succeed is by doing more and getting more clout and you know this and that and god's like you are going to be the president of the united states and you're like awesome here we go now i want you to take this job as a you know, as a librarian or something, I don't know. And you're like, that is not, I, God, I don't think you understand. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just about it, obedience, you know?
2: It just doesn't work the way we think it works, right? you know? And he knows, he knows so much more than we know. Mm-hmm. And, and sometimes you just have to literally like, not not just see yourself as a child, but sometimes you have to resort to acting like a child in the sense of, I'm going to throw my hands up on this one, Lord, because it feels so crazy. You know, it feels so silly, you know, for me to do this, to take this step right now, whatever it may be, mm-hmm. I'm going to throw my hands up on it, you know, and say, I- I'm surrendering, you know, yeah. I'm surrendering my intellectualism. I'm surrendering my wisdom in this mm-hmm. case, like my wisdom, not his, but I'm surrendering what I know, you know, what I can see, and I'm just going to be obedient and I'm going to take that step of faith. And the Lord always provides, he always, yeah. he always Amen. brings away. Um, So I want to share this word, Jeff, if that's okay. Um, Yeah, let's
1: do it, man. Take as much time as you need.
2: This is something I heard. I haven't shared this yet anywhere else. Um, This is something I heard on January 30th. um, And I believe this is a word for the church, for the body of Christ. Um, There's going to be a a few odd things in here. And one of these things the Lord actually (laughs) helped me understand earlier today. So I would have been sharing it without understanding it. but but I
1: I intentionally didn't read this word too. So I'm hearing it for the first time with all y'all. That's awesome.
0: Okay.
2: So I'm excited. I'm actually going to pray before this real quick. Holy Spirit, Mm -hmm. I just ask again, Lord, that you would help me get out of the way. I ask that you would speak to people's hearts while they're listening to this, Lord. If there's anything that I say I shouldn't say, Lord, I ask that you'd help people not to get that part, not to remember that, but just remember what you're saying, Lord. And I know that you are preaching a much better sermon. You're, You're sharing a much better word underneath everything else I've been saying, Lord, and I know you're speaking to people's hearts right now. So I just ask that you would use this to confirm the faith steps you've already asked people to take, Lord. ask you, you would use this to specifically confirm the prophetic messages you've spoken to people's hearts, Lord, the, the, the inclinations, the, the the nudges, the things that you've done to push people in a certain direction, Lord, to take certain steps of faith. And I just thank you ahead of time what you're doing in Jesus name we love you Jesus so I this was January 30th um, I was worshiping the Lord uh, most of the time when I see these visions and most of the time when I hear from the Lord that's what I'm doing and it's not always the case but usually is um, so I saw this vision of a waterfall um, and I immediately recognized it was like a scene you know I'm like watching this movie scene and i'm seeing it from the side and i immediately recognized it as a scene from the film homeward bound so it was a disney movie mm-hmm. from i think the 90s it was like yeah. a reboot of an earlier one and it's these two dogs and a cat going on this journey you know to find their home through the woods but i what i saw was this this waterfall from homeward bound and the ledge with these the two dogs names were chance and shadow and they were looking down into the water and in this scene in the movie, the cat, um, Sassy, was the name of the cat. Mm-hmm. I can't believe I remembered that. But uh, I would it, help you out if you didn't remember. <laughs> she had fallen into the river, trying to cross the river. Because they all three together were trying to cross this river in the film. She falls in. They can't rescue her. And she gets swept down the river. And so they're standing at this waterfall that she went over, looking, and they can't find her. And this is what I heard. I heard the Lord say, she's coming back. And then he said, she'll be just fine. And he is not talking about a cat, obviously. (laughs) He's talking about the church, and especially the church in in the U.S. Mm. She's coming back. She'll be just fine. It may have looked like she was swallowed up, but she wasn't. She'll be revitalized by the start of this next year, Mm. and even greater than before. She'll grow wings with which she can fly over the hills and mountains and ravines until she finds her way home. And then I heard the road to El Dorado and the road to perdition, two faces for the same thing. So this is the thing that I did not understand until earlier this day. And I honestly didn't know what the word perdition meant, Hmm. but these are two films. So the Lord is on a film tangent here. Obviously Mm -hmm. the road to El Dorado is a film where these guys are cartoon, where these guys are going to, you know, find this lost city of gold and get rich, you know, and they're both kind of, you know, Sleazy characters. Yeah. (laughs) Um, and then they learn a lesson, you know, like they they learn it's not about it's not all about the money or whatever, the goal. The Road to Perdition is another film I don't suggest you watch. I think it's rated R, and I think it's really depressing. So (laughs) I think it was a film I had to watch in film school, like way back in the day. Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah. I I I think the story's pretty depressing. So I looked up the word perdition earlier today. And it can have several different meanings. One of the meanings is like, hell, you know, that kind of idea. Another meaning is loss. And so I believe the Lord is probably leaning towards the second meaning here. Could be wrong about that. But here's the connection is the road to El Dorado. El Dorado is going after the gold and the road to loss. Two faces for the same thing. Hmm. Then I heard the Lord say, greed will keep my church from rising again. Hmm. But it's time to let go of the structure and start operating as a family unit united under the banner of grace and freedom. Freedom is coming for my people, freedom to shake off the bounds of past revivals and religious practices, freedom to rejoice, even in the midst of peril, even when it seems like nothing is turning out for good. It is. Mm. I've made a plan and we're sticking to it y'all. And I have to say this. I know when he's saying the bounds of past revivals, he's not, he's not talking negatively about past revivals. He's not saying that. You know i think it's it's really good to look back at what the lord has done before it's really good to look back at the people he's used in the past you know especially like in my mind when i start thinking of past revivals i'm thinking of you know 1900s like early 1900s in in in, in up in that range yeah it's not wrong to look at those things it's not wrong to say oh look at what god did you know it's not mm-hmm. wrong to find encouragement inspiration in those things but sometimes what happens is we get chained by expecting things to, to work the same exact way that they did before
1: dude preach you know? it <laughs>
2: And that's not always it's not always the way the holy spirit works sometimes yeah. he does things the same way sometimes he does things completely different
1: mm-hmm. yeah and he,
2: said, he said i've made a plan and we're sticking to it mm. and that comes back to the the prophetic provision you know and i believe this is greater than a, an individual it can apply to individuals but this is the church you know god he has a plan for the church he knows where the church is supposed to go he knows what the the structure is supposed to look like but it comes down to us listening to his voice and following what he's saying mm-hmm. then i heard this and i and i didn't understand what it was what it meant at first and then later um i realized it was this was being spoken from the church's perspective and that's why it's phrased the way that it's phrased i heard in thick and thin we are the church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against us no matter what comes our way, we will wade into the battle, knowing the victory is already won. And nothing and no one can take that victory away mm. when we stand in trust. Mm. And then I heard old habits die hard, but it's time to create some new ones. It's time for resolution to do what's right and restitution to those who have borne the brunt of religious activity. Mm. So I don't know what exactly what that means. I'm not gonna put it, I'm not gonna try to interpret that. I'm just gonna let that land how it lands then I heard, I'm marking things new and I'm making things right in my church. Let me in. Let me work. I will silence those that need silencing and I will raise up those who have a servant's heart like Stephen did. Mm. I have not forgotten those who spent their time serving in this past season. I have not forgotten and I will reward. I bring my reward with me, says the Lord.
1: Mm. Man, that's a good word that's a really good word and I think something that um, people uh, I think you can, you can grab this through the whole of this episode and it's that our circumstances do not determine what God does and doesn't do in our lives your circumstances do not determine that and I think that we can see that throughout the Bible um, testimonies that Troy has shared I've shared um, other guests on Elijah Father have shared in the past is that our circumstances do not determine what God does and does not do and um, I know that some of you are struggling with unbelief in regards to God's provision of future future things. God has given you something that's way bigger than you. Um, and you're you're really struggling with the the belief that God is actually going to get you to that place. And so, mm-hmm. Troy, before we close out, I would really like you to pray for people about that specifically and whatever else the Lord puts on your heart to pray is that unbelief that a lot of people are struggling with. Um, because yeah. there's I know there's a lot of people I kept hearing as we were talking. I want to believe this. I really do. Wow. Um, but really having that struggle with their flesh. To, wow. to, to let go that that surrender their trust um of their themselves and their own abilities and and relinquish that and give that to god i trust you to do this wow so
2: yeah jeff definitely i i am i am super excited to pray about that i feel mm-hmm. like i need to say two things before that and yeah. the first one is the lord's been speaking to me personally lately i'm not going to share what about but about things and ideas and and um even like businesses and stuff that he's wanting me to do that when i hear it i'm thinking this sounds like way too much you know Mm -hmm. like that's so i want everyone listening to know you know like i am not perfect at this and i'm i i have that same Same. thought, you know (laughs) i have that same thought where i'm like lord can you really do that you know like can we really make that work you know Mm -hmm. like you really are asking that of me you know, and and I have to come to back to the same exact place, you know, and, and, it, and it's just a, a repetitive coming back to that place of trust and that place of surrender and laying it down at his feet and listening. And then again, uh, the second thing was uh, what I heard. I wanted to reiterate what I had I shared um, where the Lord said, do you believe me? Do you believe I'm really in control? And then right before that, he said, don't be afraid. Do you believe me? So the Lord knows that we have these thoughts. You know, the Lord knows when we are having these struggles. Like, I think that was the point of him saying that it's like he He understands that we're we're, we're asking those questions. Mm-hmm. And the answer is always just coming back in his presence and letting him pull those things off. You know, and, and I think sometimes we, we have a view of like the Lord breaking things off of us. You know, I shared a word earlier about things breaking off, you know, and we have this vision or this idea of, the Lord breaking things off in this like forceful way, you know, it's almost like how you would knock down a, uh, a fence or something, you know, it's mm-hmm. like got to smash it down, you know, and it's, it's, it's just not like that. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's a lot of times it's like a massage therapist massaging out the rough parts, the, the knots, you know, mm-hmm. massaging out the tension. And we just got to spend time with him and let him do that, you know, let him work on us and, and work on our hearts. You know, and the illustration in Scripture is the the hard heart, obviously, and the soft heart. You know, it's like He just wants us to have a heart of flesh, where whatever He says, it's it's not going to necessarily land right away, but when we have that soft heart, that heart of flesh, it's gonna it's gonna work its way in. Um, So I'm gonna go ahead and pray, Uh, Lord Jesus. I just thank you again for your presence. I thank you, Holy Spirit, for your Uh, Number one, your word that you've written down for us to read, Lord, for us to get uh, our faith built up while we're reading it, for us to get um, your promises, Lord, Mm -hmm. like in our minds and in our hearts, Lord, to hide them in our hearts. So Mm -hmm. number one, we're not sinning against you, God, but number two, so that we are not afraid, so that we're not doubting, we're not living in fear, but rather we're walking in faith the same faith that Abraham walked in when he was willing to give up the very promise that you had made him, Lord, the same faith that Jesus walked in when he was willing to submit his spirit to you, Father, when he placed his spirit in your hands and he was willing to be obedient unto death, Lord, the same faith that Stephen had, Lord, when he stood there and he said everything, Holy Spirit, you're giving him to say, even though he knew it was leading to his death potentially, and even when they started to stone him, he he, he kept saying what he was seeing in the spirit, Lord, he he kept speaking the words of god and mm-hmm. and it just we want that faith god we want to be in that place of belief of 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 us having a servant's heart being a vessel for the lord and and knowing that you're going to provide you're going to bring everything we need lord and not just that but you're going to go above, above and beyond lord where jesus promised us life and life to the full Lord, he said, if uh, if the Lord provides for the, the birds of the air and the lilies of the field, how much more will he clothe us? How much more will he provide for us, Lord? You're our good father. And I just ask right now that you would reveal that truth to people who are, who are needing that revelation in a deeper way, Lord. That truth of your, your willingness to provide, your joy in providing, how much you love to provide for your kids. But even above and beyond that, Lord, I just ask that you would break off the restraints of unbelief, of doubt, the struggling uh, with believing the, the words that you've placed on people's hearts, Lord, the the dreams and the goals and the visions you've given them, Lord. And I just ask for the supernatural ability to discern between our own dreams, our own goals and yours, mm-hmm. the things that we want and what you want for mm-hmm. us, And that we would go every single time down the road that you have for us Lord. your plan not ours and we know it's a good plan lord we know it but help us to walk in that plan help us to believe it to such an extent that we are willing to act on it even in the face of difficulty even in the face of peril even when things come up in the news lord help us not to to get our hope from how the world is doing lord help us to get our hope from how you are doing, Lord? <laughs> mm-hmm. And I know that God, that you are in a good mood. Mm-hmm. I know, Lord, that you are so excited about what's happening in the body of Christ, what's happening in your church, the things that you're changing, the things that you're doing, the thing, the opportunities you're opening up for the gospel to go forth, Lord, for uh, people to come into the body, Lord, for the gifts of the Spirit to to fall on people, Lord, for the glory of God to show up. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for the new things you're doing. The new things that you're working, Lord. (laughs) I'm just hearing that verse, cease striving and know that I'm God. Mm. Help us to cease striving as your body and just know that you are the creator of the universe. You created Mm -hmm. all things. You own the cattle on a thousand hills. And that is not cliche. It's not oversaid. It's not overstated. It's so true. You own the cattle on all the hills. (laughs) Mm -hmm. you own all the hills you made all the hills you made all the cows (laughs) everything is yours lord everything is yours help us to understand that help us to walk in that faith Mm -hmm. everything we need you have in your hands thank you holy spirit i just hear the lord asking me to say i'm releasing supernatural provision Mm -hmm. releasing that anointing and that grace uh, for making money for the kingdom and there's mm-hmm. no other way to say that <laughs> mm-hmm. for for uh, knowing what comes next in the financial world, for knowing where to put one's money, what to invest in, what not to invest in. Thank you, Holy Spirit. What things the Lord is in, what things he's not in. Mm-hmm. And I hear the Holy Spirit saying he's right here. He's wanting to confirm direction for for people but he's wanting to drop words into people's spirits right now. If you'll open up your hands, you don't have to, but I encourage you to open up your hands, but just open up your heart to him. to what he's saying. He's wanting to move right now. And I I hear him saying he's wanting to move people into a place of freedom. Mm. Oh y'all, freedom is so much better than fear when it comes <laughs> to money. So much better. But you got to take your hands off. Freedom comes when we take our hands off of what we think we have. And we just let the Lord do with it what he wants. And he's going to provide the rest. I mm-hmm. hear him saying he's going to provide everything we have need of. Thank you, Holy Spirit. And I just command any unbelief to be broken right now in the name of Jesus. I Jesus. command... Any greed to go right now in the name of Jesus, any fear of the future, fear of, uh, of lack to go in the name of Jesus, that spirit of lack has to leave right now in the name of Jesus. <sighs> mm. That spirit of confusion has to leave right now in the name of Jesus, especially regarding finances. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Holy Spirit.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Thank you, Lord. and we just love you so much, Jesus. Mm -hmm. We love you, we love you, we love you, but we know it's because you first loved us with a perfect love. You're so lovely. Mm -hmm. You're so good and so gracious and so kind. Thank you, Jesus. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Lord. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Lord. Jeff, I just want to say thank you again, man, so much for having me on.
1: Oh, dude, it's always it's always good, man. I just love the Holy Spirit, you know, and I uh, you're all about that. <laughs> I love it. That's just honestly, that's that's what I want. I know everybody's always so blessed whenever you make an appearance. So, um I I just want to reiterate something you said to everybody. And I wrote it down because I was like, this is, this is good. Um, Don't stop looking for vessels. And I really wanted to hit that point one more time for people um, is to not, uh, to not shut off God's blessing. Cause sometimes even God's trying to bless some of you and you're struggling with unworthiness right now. And so we just break that off that God declares that you are worthy. He says, this is, this is my servant. This is my child who I love. And I want to bless them, and so some of you are 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 actually rejecting God's blessings, and um and He wants to bless you, and and we just break off that poverty mentality. Some of you are struggling with that, and that's another reason why you're not allowing these blessings, things that God is actually intending to bless you into your life. I know this is like totally blasting some people right now that God is totally bringing breakthrough, and so we just God we just declare healing over those areas that have caused them to to build up layers of defense and saying, no, I'm not worthy. No, 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 no. If I had that, then I would be materialistic or no, if I had that, and God's actually trying to bless you so that Mm. you can then in turn, bless other people. Like Troy talked about turning that spigot and that blessing coming out to other people. And he is, Mm. you tapped into an infinite source. And so we just, I just, I just pray healing over, over old wounds that have caught or, or bad doctrine that has caused you to to be in this place of always struggling when God actually intends for you to be the, the lender, not the borrower.
2: Thank you. Lord.
1: And so, Lord, we just that that's that's kingdom mentality right there. And so I just I just declare healing over those people now. I just pray that you would replace mm-hmm. that sorrow with joy in yeah. Jesus' name. And I just pray for peace to settle right now over those people that have been struggling and have been wrestling. We just declare peace in Jesus name. Amen. Hey, Amen. Well, dude, That's
2: awesome. obviously
1: you, you mentioned there's a couple of words that you you're going to hold off on and you're probably going to release those on your own channel. So your channel on YouTube is a good place. Where's some other places that people can, uh, can follow you?
2: Yeah, so i actually just started another channel right now it's called sermons by troy black but i might be changing that name um, but yeah so i have the two channels the main one is where i share the prophetic words um and then also you can find more info at troyblackvideos.com i've got some of my books on amazon too i've also got like a facebook page and a TikTok and that's pretty much it. So. Okay. And what
1: Everybody will make sure, even if he changes the name on that second channel, it's in the description and you know, when he changes it, it's not a big deal. Cause you already subscribed. So, True. um, yeah. And so, uh, well, Troy, thank you so much, man. You're the best. You're, You're awesome. Best. Thanks man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>